0: It's the Angry Diva. It's the Angry Angry Divas Radio Show. It's the Angry Diva. The Bell of Boston. The Angry Divas Radio Show. This has been another Rich House production. This has been another Rich House production. The Angry Divas Radio Show. The magic full of my darkness in your light, dreaming of aliens from the sky, fucking and probing my ancient mind, discovering fuck with the magic find. All of my darkness in you Of the angry angry debris. It's the angry diva of the angry angry debris. It's the angry diva of the angry angry debris. It's the angry deeper of the angry angry debris. It's the angry diva, of the angry, angry, diva. It's the angry of the angry divas radio show. on Love Talk radio. So what you gonna do? It's the angry divas radio show with triple dark Goddess as a whole Yeah, baby. Welcome everybody to tonight's episode of the Angry Divas. So that's right, baby. I'm your host with the most, the Triple Dark Goddess, also known as Diva Fire Tongue. And tonight we are talking the politics of penetration, part one, volume two, actually part one, because we did this show originally a couple of years back. It is no longer available. You would have to purchase access to that archive because it is quite the show and it was very, very long and a whole lot of work was done. So you can have access to that. It is in our little collective that will be available and up in the store for you. Our lovely assistant is working on it. We love you, baby. Thank you. Stephen Rebirth is on it. The Angry Divas Radio Show this week is brought to you by the Diva Nation International Sisterhood of the Dark Divine Feminine. We have had some, you know, interesting little experiences with our first week of divination. I want to say thank you to all the sisters who have signed up and all the sisters who are interested and, you know, sending me inboxes and stuff. Yes, we welcome you. I had a couple of sisters who are not black women ask me if, you know, they could join the Divination Sisterhood. By all means, yes, you can. It is called the International Sisterhood of the Dark Divine Feminine, and honey, The dark divine feminine has never been about race, ever. It's never been a race thing. So you don't have to ask that question. We welcome you. Yes, we do. Come on in. I'm doing this series of shows to host a discussion about male sexuality and the way that we relate to it, the way that we are introduced to it, and the impact that it has on our life the way that they value themselves and relate to themselves via their penises. But everything that they do is in some way, shape, or form related to how they think of, understand, or however mature they are in the dealing of those penises. Everything is dickism. It is always dickism. (laughs) It's always going to be dickism. And we've got to accept that. So, This series of show is introducing my book study. I'm relaunching the School of Man book study. Y'all, here's the thing about this book. This book is so important that not only did they take it out of print, but all remaining copies are at least $1,000. I'm not fucking around. They took the book out of print. That's how important you know when some knowledge is good, when they not only take it out of print, but make it some astronomical fee. But I got the book. We're going to study it. And I want you sisters to understand the wealth of knowledge here when it comes to discussing the politics of penetration and what it is, what this school of man thing is. We're all going through this school of man some of us graduate to the next level, some of us fail that level and have to repeat that level, and some of us stay stuck on stupid for so damn long, you don't never see graduation day. Some of us ain't never going to see graduation day. That's fine. Let them stay behind, okay? Let them be the sacrifice. But for the rest of us, <laughs> actually are in this thing to win, to divest, to go and be our best selves, you've got to really know what men are, biologically, chemically, spiritually, intellectually, emotionally, physically. We've got to really be studying. So I have my assistant restructuring the website. There's going to be a whole School of Men section on the website for all of our classes and studies dedicated to um, understanding the penis <laughs> as not only a sexual tool but as the divining rod itself and how to wield and direct that thing. The sexual medicine wheel where we studied that pussy language too, I believe, where we talked about which lover is best for you, what kind of lover you are and which lover is best for you and understanding that sexual medicine wheel. In this School of Man book study where we're studying what men are, this is written by a professor. Like I said, this book, they took it out of print, and all remaining copies are at least $1,000. But I got the book, and I'm going to share it, and we're going to study this book together. You make sure that you get signed up for that School of Man book study. Make sure you get signed up. I'm telling you. Once we understand the way that men have been able to use our own agency against us to dominate and maintain power over us, to constantly be able to come in and mess up our threads and our flow. You know, we had an instance like that today. It was quite a simple post, too. You know what? I'm going to actually share the damn post with y'all. I'm going to read it. Yep. he was reading the damn post. That's it. We're doing it. Here we go. Because y'all need to see. (laughs) This how stupid these people are and how quick to be stupid these these people can be. It's it's quite ridiculous. So here, let's go into my photos, right? My photos. And boom. I wrote this today. It's called Let Her Carry Something. My Haitian female neighbor to my husband when we came back from the market. We decided to walk it there and back. And we didn't take our little carriage for the bags. When we were preparing to leave, I went to reach for the bag and he just looked at me. He gave me that, don't you touch it, look, <laughs> and I drew my hand back. I admit, I'm still learning and breaking that mammy mule-ass training my mama gave me. See, I watched my mama do it all, even with a husband. I learned that by example, and I learned by what example that I had, some of which was just automatic picked-up programming. We walk home, and I make him laugh. I mean, barely laugh at that, and he's teasing me. We push back and forth at each other, enjoying the scent of the flowering and fruiting trees blooming. We laugh at the squirrels chasing one another. We discuss our plans for autumn. And then we turn into our block. As we near the house, my haitian female neighbor calls out to us. I don't hear her at first. So I strain to listen. I strain to hear. And I turn to my husband. I look at his face, trying to see if he heard her. He did His face shows it. It also shows a severe displeasure with what he heard. What did she say to us, I asked. And before he could reply, the Haitian woman was up on me. She admonished me for breaking my six-foot-four husband down. She's gesturing and visibly upset by me not carrying any bags. She says a woman gets lazy when she relies on a man too much. This is unequal yoking. You need to be helping him out with the groceries. It doesn't make sense for one person to carry everything. She has a house full of sons. I watch her struggle with the groceries, with the laundry, and always on her own. Truth is, her old ass is jealous that my husband is a masculine who does what he ought to. And I wanted to say something. See, I was wrestling with myself. Do I cuss this mammy-ass wench out? Is that what she's looking for? Is she baiting me because she's just driven to insanity to see a black woman unburdened? So my husband says to her, men are supposed to lift burdens from women, not hand them to you. Have a good day, miss. He is the one with the tact and the customer service response. (laughs) I'm the one who destroys the enemy and renders them speechless, which is why I fell silent. Let's see if she can be deterred by tact first. My sword was ready, though. Mammy-ass black women don't shut the fuck up when you kindly tell them to. They don't shut the fuck up when you would disengage from their asses. They keep going until you knock her in the fucking face verbally or physically. As we walked away, she calls out again. You're going to ruin her for any other man if you keep this up. And this, this is where Angry Diva had enough and was ready to be rid of the bullshit and the women who bring it. So I laid into her ass. Maybe the real ruin is women who pop their pussy open to breed low-level demons and blackmail to leave their elderly mother to carry everything. Maybe the real ruin of black women is the coddling, the feeding, and the sheltering of worthless-ass black males who consume but do not produce. Perhaps the true ruin is loyalty to males who hate you and never honor your feminine essence. Take your black ass back into your house and raise your sorry scum bastard sons to be the kind of man I'm married instead of sitting here trying to influence a masculine to regress to boyhood like you didn't did with them thangs with penises in your house. Now the next time you see me, you shut your damn mouth, keep your bullshit opinions to yourself. Then I spat curses on her in her house and her bloodline. My husband said to me, it's not just the men. It's the women we got to watch and keep you safe from. Later that night, we had a candid conversation about racial demographics and home buying. The black woman has ruined her son. And then she seeks to ruin other women. So they're broken enough to tolerate her worthless global failure black sons. Understand that is the goal of the diminished masculine. It is the goal of toxic masculinity, to keep the divine feminine wounded, thus small enough to fit in this fucked up patriarchal reality. It's disgusting to witness. Black women need to know what patriarchy is. You don't have any idea. And it's time that we learn it. So instead of bitching about what we don't know, we're doing a couple of shows this week. This is part one, The Politics of Penetration, and we'll be talking about who men are and what they do and all these little things, how they come to be in this way, and what our role is, what our responsibility is, how we are complicit with our own oppression, how we make contracts and agreements, where our power is given up, where we can take it back, and what to do with it once we have. We're also going to be doing this School of Man book study. Like I said, the book is so powerful. It is so information-packed that in discontinued publishing it and all remaining copies is in the $1,000 range. But I got it, so you'll get it, and we're going to study this together. I got one more thing I want to say before we go up out of here. This is a quote by Miss Winnie Mandela, Mama Mandela. The overwhelming majority of women accept patriarchy unquestioningly and even protect it, working out the resultant frustration not against men, but primarily against themselves in their competition for men as sons, lovers, and husbands. Traditionally, the violated wife bides her time and offloads her built-in aggression on her daughter-in-law. So men dominate women through the agency then of women themselves, just like my neighbor seeking to dominate me on behalf of men to have me submit to the mammy and mule position that failure black manhood has destroyed the goddess black womanhood into being because they are sorry and useless and fucked up. There are even women who would discourage those who do what they ought to do from doing what they do to be just like the fucked up ones because why should any woman get what I'm not getting? We got to be real about what is going on here and stop blaming just the men. Oh, they're fucked up. Yeah, that's a problem. But they got mothers and aunties, and there are women who unquestioningly support patriarchy. There are women who talk against the patriarchy, and they lie, they lie, they lie. They lie. As soon as they get some dick, they ready to quit. I'm telling you, watch them. Before Angry Divas, I was doing this work in another way on another platform. There are sisters who know me from before, Deb Cooper and such. She's been on our show, too, and I've been on hers. Even before I knew what I was going to do, I just had something I wanted to say. I was just raging against the machine, basically. You know, I had something to say. I was going to say it. I didn't have a platform. I didn't give a fuck at the time. I was just saying things, you know, that needed to be said. But way back then, those sisters all knew I was married. They knew. And they knew I was a goddess bitch about the marriage. They already knew. I didn't hide the shit. But I stopped talking about it, and here's Why? I got tired of seeing sisters say things like, he's such a good man. I got tired of them, like, verbally sucking my dick. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Could I suck <say> it? You know what I'm saying? Say I want you licking my lollipop. <laughs> For real. You know, all these verbal blowjobs and shit on Facebook because I might have posted some dinner or something he made or breakfast or whatever. You know, I just got so tired of that. And what I didn't want is the sisters to start valuing what I had to say because of there was some dick, <laughs> you know. And so I decided to do it the hard way, and my, my spiritual mother was asking, me, why didn't you just, why did, why have you done it this way? And I said, it was for a reason. It was for a reason. She said, you made it harder than you had to. You should have just hid behind the dick from the beginning. She's right, I should have. <laughs> From the start, I should have you know, that I, I had to deal with none of this shit I dealt with. None of it. You bow before me and worship me because of the dick in my life. I didn't want that.
1: <laughs> and that's
0: why I did it the way that I did it. And it's so funny because all the resistance, all the sisters who have so much hatred, so much angst, All the robbers and the thieves, the copycats and the parrots, the bitches who used to rock with me and rob from what I was doing and try to act like they never knew me. All that shit, they all coming back to me now, asking my help with things, seeking my counsel. You be careful, honey. You be careful. I keep telling y'all be careful the way you treat the healers. It's for a reason. We got to be careful the way we treat each other. We cannot allow men... Tempt our agency so that we are using it to oppress each other. Understand every woman is a gateway and a gatekeeper to the patriarchy. And you get to say yes, or you get to say no. i was off this bitch. I'm Triple Gargottis, time. And this has been another Bitch House production, the Angry Divas radio show. Make sure you have your ass in seat here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, part two of the show. You know tomorrow's Taboo Tuesday, and tomorrow we're going to talk about rape culture and the politics of penetration, part two. Don't miss it. Make sure you sign up for that book study. It's called The School of Man. Like I said, the book is out of print. All copies available are $1,000, no less. That's the minimum. I saw one that was like $1,600. Maybe I should sell mine. No, don't you sell that book. Don't you do that shit. Don't you sell that book. Don't you be a dumb bitch. You better hold it because you know it's worth more than that. Come get the knowledge. Come and get the knowledge. Knowledge is power. And what we don't know curses us. Oh, yes, ignorance is a curse. Ignorance is only not knowing something. And the more you don't know, the more cursed you are. But as you know and as you grow, you gain in freedom, you gain in wisdom. Always invest in wisdom. Black woman, that's your biggest problem. You don't think you should invest in wisdom. And those of us who do, we sit back and we laugh at you when you come to us complaining about this and that in your life. Bitch, sign up for a class and maybe everything will be all right. (laughs) Stop complaining about it and be about it, baby. I'm telling you, that's the only way it works, because I used to be you, complaining about every fucking thing in life. There was a sister teacher, a couple of them. Took a class here and a class there, one foot in front of the other. It's okay to not know. It's not okay to be okay with not knowing. If you must lust for anything in this world, lust for knowing. No more about finances. There are sisters out there that do things. Tiffany Oliche, the budget nista. Get up with her. Yeah. No more about yourself, self-developing. I teach classes on all of that. I do mentorship. If you're interested, make sure you send me a message, angrydivas at gmail.com. Do not hear me say that and add me to your tired-ass mailing list. I will curse you. Have a good night, everybody. (laughs) Have a good night, everybody.